you're listening to the SSPX Podcast. We're happy to present another installment of True Heroes, stories of the lives of the saints delivered by Father Thomas Tam. Father has also put together a video of each of these episodes. You can see the video at sspxpodcast.com. Now, here's Father Tam. But for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Hello, my friends, and welcome to True Heroes. Today, we are going to look at the life of St. Felix I and his trial during his reign of about five years during the persecutions. Let us begin his story. He was a Roman by birth and succeeded St. Dionysius in the government of the church in 269. Paul of Samosota, the proud bishop of Antioch, to the guilt of many enormous crimes, added that of heresy, teaching that Christ was no more than a mere man in whom the divine word dwelt by its operation, and as in its temple, with many other gross errors concerning the capital mysteries of the Trinity and Incarnation. Two separate councils were held at Antioch to examine his cause, but by various arts and subterfuges, he escaped condemnation. However, in a third, assembled at the same place in 269, being clearly convicted of heresy, pride, and many scandalous crimes, he was excommunicated and deposed, and Domnus was substituted in his place. Paul still maintained himself in the possession of the Episcopal house and would not leave. The bishop therefore had recourse to the emperor Aurelian, who though a pagan gave an order that the house should belong to him to whom the bishops of Rome and Italy adjudged it. St. Felix had before declared himself against that heresiarch for the council had sent the synodal letter to St. Dionysius, who being dead, it had been delivered to St. Felix. It must have been on that occasion that our Holy Pope wrote to Maximus, Bishop of Alexandria, a learned epistle quoted by the Council of Ephesus, St. Cyril of Alexandria, and St. Vincent of Lyrens, in which he clearly explained the Catholic doctrine of the whole mystery of the Incarnation. The persecution of Aurelian, however, eventually broke out, and St. Felix, fearless of dangers, strengthened the weak, encouraged all, baptized the catechumens, and continued to exert himself in converting infidels to the faith. He also ordered that all his priests to offer their masses at the tombs of the martyrs, rather on the tombs of the martyrs, which is still observed today in traditional circles. So yes, if when you go to mass, you see the priest standing at the altar. Now all these altars, are meant to be made of stone, and if they are not, then a stone is placed in the center of these altars. In this stone, or in the altar itself, are the relics of saints, but not just any saints are allowed to be placed in the altar stone. They have to be the relics of martyrs. So when you go to your church, know that underneath that altar cloth, right in the middle, where the priest says Mass, there are the relics of martyrs, at least two. We do this to commemorate the Masses that were said in the tombs of the martyrs in the early church. St. Felix himself obtained the glory of martyrdom, probably by beheading, seeing that he was a Roman, which title is given him by the Council of Ephesus by St. Cyril and by St. Vincent of Lorenz. He governed the church five years and passed to a glorious eternity in 274. 
From the life of St. Felix I, let us learn to have that respect and love for the martyrs that we should have. The reason why we have the Catholic Church today is because of them, not only those who died back in St. Felix's day, but also those who die for the faith even now. Tomorrow is Pentecost, so we will look at the general occurrence of Pentecost and we will see if we can find something uh, for our section on relics of Christendom. Tomorrow, if it was not Pentecost, would be the Feast of the Queenship of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So perhaps I'll try to integrate both of those into our next episode, or maybe just one or the other. I am not quite sure yet, so once again, we will leave you in suspense. Until then, God bless you all, my friends. St. Felix I, pray for us.